Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I know, I know, I know. I said it was the last one. And I didn't lie. I genuinely meant it was the last one. But I didn't know what was going to unfold this past weekend and you just have to indulge me for those of us who are passionate Arsenal fans we genuinely we hoped we wished that this would happen we didn't know that it was going to mean this much but I had to do a podcast about this because I'm absolutely over the moon with joy I can't believe that we won it's a very special edition of football pony Arsenal FC champions of the FA Cup I got distracted there, unprofessional of me. I realised the ding-dong was from you, but I was watching Obama Yang with the, what's his name, Troops. They went on Instagram Live together last oh, night. Did, did they? <laughs> Class. And the two of them are off their heads. Oh, I'd say so. I'd what say a so. weekend. How's your head today? I'm, I'm actually enjoying a, a beer. My, I'm still celebrating, man. Cheers <laughs> to you. Cheers. Come on, here. you gunners. Yeah. It was all right, man. I am... Um, I watched every possible clip that I could find on YouTube. I watched a few of them twice. And around midnight, I just went, all right, I'm going to read a bit in bed. And I read some Football 265 and just conked. I passed out. <laughs> Absolutely passed. woke up at 7 o'clock for a feed. And uh, for a baby feed, I wasn't eating it myself. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, and I've been I've been tired all day, but I've just been on a bit of a buzz. Yeah, it's unreal. I know I could. I I slept. I think I got to sleep around six half six, but I was just up all night, just constantly looking for more. I watched all the FA Cup final wins That's <laughs> from the nineties through to the because I think I think um, the FA just put it up or something because it was all anyway. It was all coming up on the algorithms, so you got to watch all the highlights of all those games like Freddie Lundberg and Ray Parler's goal in 2002 at Cardiff to beat yeah. Chelsea and even even little things like Emmanuel Petit was playing for Chelsea then like Giroud was yeah. playing for them uh, uh, this weekend but man it's just such a, um, it's such a relief isn't it that I didn't even think what was I don't know I didn't think it would feel this big you know no I I was I was kind of on the day for me that it started to feel like I didn't I wasn't 
I wasn't thinking about it too much because the league was so bad. But then on the day, I just everything was winding me up. I, I was just nervous. Yeah, if I yeah. if I read the name of a Chelsea player, I go, oh, they'll score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. score, and everything was. I was <laughs> so obviously it was really weighing up on me. Uh, so during the game, yeah, and after I was just absolutely buzzing. It, uh, you it take, changes. You text- you text me the most hilarious text. We were just chatting away tactics. What would be the starting eleven? Blah, blah, blah. And literally, it kicks off, and I get a text for you from me going, "Here's what's going to happen. Giroud's going to score. Pulisic is going to tear us apart, and so, uh, Luis is going to get sent off." But like, it's just like a complete another freak out in the first yeah. minute of the game. <laughs> it, was, it was like wedding jitters or something. I was yeah, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's it's that thing. I don't know. Is it an Arsenal thing? It's Arsenal in the last ten years, maybe yeah. of. Like, just are we going to capitulate? Like, is that what's going to happen? Because it's happened. Mm. It's happened a lot. And, yes. uh, and you're just thinking, oh, but but I just, I had a feeling that there were some things that we, we like, if you look at the City game, why we were mm. good in the City game was because they didn't have a Giroud or that mm. type of player. So we were forcing them white go all day. And you're just thinking, do we have it in us to defend against that that type of attack? And, and we, well, we did. And we did. And we didn't for the but we didn't for the first for the first fifteen. It was um it was an odd. It didn't start well, did it? No, pure nerves, uh, in that. But but it's a weird one because when Arteta took over, our first few games we had energy from the even going out of the tunnel. You could see this energy and the fire yes. in the team. And then I mean I think even since pre-lockdown, it's just kind of it's taken us fifteen or twenty minutes. And I think the water break is suited. Yes, big uh, time. The drinks break. It suited them. Um, Big style, uh, because we've come back different team each time. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's going to continue, but it suited us. But that first 15, we were, we were not at the races. They were, they were doing mm. well. Even Holding said it after the game. He said that the way they were overlapping, cutting mm. around behind us, they just weren't prepped for it. They weren't, uh, mm. they didn't really know what to do. But yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, I was a yeah, nervous it, man. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah, especially the way that that first goal was scored. It was like they cut through us straight down the middle, like. And if you watch the replays of that in the slow mo, it's Mason Mount is going down the 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 left, and he just tries a cross. It's just rebounded. It's nothing. And in that moment, we have a back five in line, perfectly in line, and uh, about the width of the eighteen yard box as well. So going across, and their three are coming up. He Mason Mount hits a bad a bad uh, cross, deflected off Bellerin. Drops to Giroud and he just flicks it on, and all of a sudden Pulisic is straight past Tierney, and it's a goal. It was like, yeah. it was so cut like butter. It was like so simple. Yeah, it was. But that first pass through the midfield because you're just watching Jack and Tobias. Just mm. they're just they're not where they normally are. They're mm. just a little bit too far in front. They just don't come back, and then neither mm. one of them closes in the centre. So the ball goes right through, which has not happened. And as you said to me before the game, them two protecting our defence is, ex- is is exactly mm. what we need. Yeah, and yeah. Just think, and there's a few people at fault. I'm not saying they are at fault, but just Chelsea capitalised on just the speed they cut yes. through. As you say, and yeah. then as you say, seemingly innocuous enough situation. Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a weird kind of kind of a nothingy. Uh, thing and I, I think again looking again at the replays everybody was in position actually except for what, like obviously that pass got cut through by Jorginho but even when Jorginho has that ball 
So Bias and Xhaka aren't in too bad positioning, but they just need to take steps yep. to the left or the right, like literally just yep. a step. And also then when it goes even forward, further forward, everybody seemed to be, nobody seemed to know who who had who. That's all it yep. was. That and was Pulis it. is just going, I'll tell you what, I'll just take the ball and see you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and Yeah, he, he did. I, I think there was a little bit, now it's it's looking in slow-mo replay, so it's hard to know, is this actually the thinking, obviously. But it looked like they were afraid to tackle. It looked like they were just thinking... Yeah. Do well, Tierney, Tierney does do that, doesn't he? Because yeah, he doesn't want yeah. to give away a penalty straight yeah. away. Yeah, and then uh, and Louis kind of has a foot half in, half out. But that's, I don't know. I, I'd almost prefer that in the first five minutes, just to be a little yeah. bit cautious. And I know because yeah, yeah. again, w- that that Giroud pass is exactly why I, why I love them in Arsenal. He just has mm. that, just that layoff. It's it's, mm. it's excellent. But a lot of times that goes for a different player. It doesn't go straight. You know, just yeah. it was just and everything fell for them in in that move, and, and it was brilliant. But I, yeah, it was. I don't know how you felt, but. I didn't like the energy. I didn't like the opening five, the opening 15. No. But I wasn't thinking, I wasn't genuinely thinking we're done here. I wasn't yeah. thinking, oh, we're f- screwed. You had a bit of hope in there. Rob Holding said the exact same thing after the game. He said, you know, the commentator asked him, did he was he panicking when they got the early goal? And he was pretty much like, no, it wasn't the ideal start, but we knew we had plenty of time. And to have that, ca- like... It's an obvious thing for most teams would go, yeah, there's loads of time left. No need to panic. We've slipped up. But when you're an Arsenal fan and with our record, when something like that happens to us, it's generally like you're you're on route for a drubbing here. We've been on a great run here and we've now thrown it all out the window. And um, like even the week that we lost to Spurs or we lost to Brighton, but then we beat Liverpool and City, you know, that kind of stuff happens all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, To us. But we, yeah, there's something about composure at the moment, the way Arteta has got people shaped up. And we start to have some leaders in the team, which seems like we haven't it's had yeah. in years. And I think, I know it's it's been touched on by a lot of commentators and stuff, but I think not having fans in for some of those games has been better. Fans point. are obviously a positive, but like we, when we're playing the ball out of defence, it's always the fans going, Ooh, and yeah, creating yeah, yeah. nervous <laughs> energy. Yes. And they're not there now. And we look so relaxed playing the ball out. Yeah. We're, 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 you know, we're not making the mistakes. We were now under Emery. We were playing it badly out of mm. the back so that's obviously yeah. key to it as well but at the 1-0 there wasn't this this potential like like my energy would have been bad to have in that stadium <laughs> you yeah. know even though yeah, I did yeah, have yeah. hope but I still was yeah. nervous yeah. Uh, I, I think that suits it so I think when fans get back in hopefully it's soon but when fans get back in <clears throat> I think it'll suit us. we'll be going in there mm. on a high we'll be going in mm. there going let's trust the lads uh, they know what they're up to there was something so we're, we like it was very clear the change of um spirit the change of everything about the team after the first water break because we were pretty much in control for the rest of the game from there even if we didn't have the ball which i found interesting because the first 15 minutes if they had the ball you're thinking shit we're in trouble here every time they're going forward but it became a thing then that where they did have more possession in the game but they could have it and f- after that we we you know we started to look solid and and you're less worried you know what i mean is it and it's like the the city game is the other example where i was a bit more nervous i know you weren't nervous for that game but because they kept getting the ball into the box you're just thinking it just takes Mm. one deflection it just takes one poor decision and there's either a handball or a goal or whatever yeah yeah the ball's in the box with chelsea there was just they weren't even knocking on the door they were just kind of around you know around the the yard but they weren't they didn't have they didn't have a shot on target in the second half that's it 
like you'd, you'd, you'd be disappointed with that because it was only one all like it was yeah. one all at half time it's not you know we only came back from one all i know they yeah. had an injury to um Espelicueta, but yeah which was obviously gonna dampen them but I, I don't know. I'd be very disappointed if I was them to, to have been mm. one of them. It was them that actually didn't have it mentally, which was an unusual one. I just think once we once it was one all, I think they were thinking, "Oh, they're going to do it to us now too." Yeah, I mean, because they have been their form coming into the game has been hot and cold, but um, like they just seem to string together a couple of like they were solid against United, like just yeah. they blew them away. So yeah. you just thought that hmm. But it was in. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they were the ones who, who mentally seemed to become more fragile as the game went on. And uh, you're right about the city game about the, when the crosses were going into the box. It just felt in that particular game the longer that this is going on, not necessarily that we were going to start breaking them down or taking possession or anything like that. But the longer it was going on, you, you could just see City running out of ideas. And yeah. it was like yesterday, Arsenal didn't even let Chelsea have ideas. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's all, that the city game when that whistle went, I was even though we we're two 0 I was still ecstatic. I was like, thank, Fook, that is over. Yeah. But the Chelsea game, in part of me was going, I could have watched that for another fifteen to twenty. I, 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 yeah. I just, I, I agree. I, I, I was happy it was over because we won, obviously. But I was going, oh, this was halftime. I was gutted. If yeah. the whistle went, I was like, oh, well, I could have just watched. This could have kept going, which is yeah. never the case. It's never yeah, the case. Well, no, yeah, yeah. For ten years, it's not been the case. So it, that, it yeah. was. We were in that interesting position where Pepe scored the goal that was offside, but like, what a finish! Like, yeah, just absolutely smashes it. And I think it's a minute later that we get the penalty. So we are starting to, as a fan, you're starting. Oh, we're really banging at the door here. We're really trying to get at them here. Yeah, I. I but for me, you were thinking, right? Pepe's hit that. He's hit that absolutely. Perfect, like he does yeah. a perfect hit, and he he couldn't have known it was offside. The offside's an annoying one. It was clearly offside. Yeah, went, yeah, oh. yeah. The offside didn't even gain much of an advantage. Like, oh, if you just held yeah. your lines, probably the exact yes. same thing happens. But I, in my head, I was going to let him take any free kick that comes. Now he is in a sweet spot. If that's going in from yeah. there, let him do it. That's uh, a great I, point because he didn't actually get on any of them, did he? Because we had Danny Sabayas out of nowhere taking one. Yeah, he uh, won the free and, kick, and so just decided one. that's mine. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> is a weird old school ground kind of tactic for him. But yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. But uh, by, by the way, had an absolute stormer of a game. Unreal, um, unreal game. Um, but the, the other free was Laka, which again, yes. And look, he scored a few. He's all right, but yours, yeah, it was odd. I just thought now that was on the right side, well, on the left side, so it was suited him. But I would have thought Pepe, he was there for him. I just thought he probably yeah. could have taken it, but look, I won't complain now. The the second half gets going, and there's definitely a drop overall in the energy of the game, and you can see, you can feel the tiredness. Of both teams, I have to say, but again, Arsenal just seemed solid, and they were solid because Chelsea didn't have a, a shot on target for the whole second half. Their players start dropping like flies with injuries yeah. and all that kind of stuff, um, and we were getting breaks here and there, but it's funny, we were texting at the at this exact moment where we were discussing who do we need to bring on because we need energy, and we don't see necessarily where it's coming from. We need It was like a drive from the middle, and who does exactly that? And you would never have guessed it, but Hector Bellerin yep. just bombs forward out of nowhere. And from that, eventually, um, we get that goal. But that was a, a, an odd, that was exactly what we needed at that time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, that was an odd, because even, even in the build-up, every in the last few games, you're talking Bellerin hasn't had the pace, he hasn't been contributing, yes. he's, he's been trying, but he hasn't just been getting the end result. And out of nowhere, as you say, through the middle, 
just laces through them. Now it does. Yeah. Th- th- there's a bit of a bounce there, but similar to their first goal, as you or their goal, as you say, that, yeah. that could have gone anywhere, and it goes to Pepe. Um, but what a, what a run! It just it just yeah. cut through them. And I remember I was audio messaging you, and I just I saw this kind of open up, and I, I don't even, I don't even know what's at the end of that message, but it's certainly a trail off where I go. Okay, phone is going away now. We're we're in the game, and then it just goes in, just. As Alba, as Alba said, he spotted that you know Zuma knows him. Yeah. He's he, even watch even watching it after hearing Alba say it, he yeah. does go to the right. He's expecting a cut in yeah. and a smash, and just to bring it to the left and just mm. just unreal. I I I Mick Jaggered all over the. the I was strutting <laughs> around the living room. Like, like, because I couldn't scream. The, 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 the wee fellow was just coming up to bed, and I was like, right, well, I'll ruin my evening if I, if I scream here. Yeah. But I, oh, I, I still think I have energy built up <laughs> that I didn't release when that goal I think, went in. I think that's why I didn't sleep last night because when we scored the penalty, I was screaming. But the kids out in the street were all looking in the window then and going back and telling their mammy. So then you're just aware of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And so yeah, I think there was a lot of pent up. Uh, after the game, that's probably why I didn't see. But the finish, you're right. And he, he, it was like the audaciousness to kind of go, I know he thinks I can't do this, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> it was yeah. so I th- amazing. Yeah, I think Football 365 said it, that the, the quoting of his in- interview where, where they said he got the, from ball to shot was 1.4 seconds or something like that. So from receiving the ball to doing the turn. And, and, oh, really? And, right. and, wow. and doing, his brain moves as fast as his feet. Like he's thinking this through. Right. Now, yeah. Obviously, he's a reader Zuma during the game. Yeah. But that's that's just what separates them. That's mm. most players are not putting that ball in the back of the net. Mm. Um, but as soon as he got it, you just have this. You just have this confidence. The other prediction I made to you in my pre in my kickoff ramble was <laughs> Oba will have two chances. Yes, <laughs> that was the one thing I said. I didn't think he finished both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he yeah, had that goal. I I think I'm. Yeah, just just watching it go. It's one of the moments of watching watch it going over in. and over again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, 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 and like the finish it, of his supposed bad foot. It's just like what a finish. Yeah, like it's not dissimilar to Pulisic, Pulisic's goal mm. in the sense that it's the cheeky dink, but there's something to the way he brought it out to the left. Yeah. And just just it's slow. It's you know them great. They say but great players like that. They they slow the game down. Yes, yes. Like it's just you're just watching him just do that, and you know, like in his mind, it's matrix. Like it's just slow, yeah. just cheeky dink. But in my mind, I'm jumping around the living room like an absolute reprobate. You're so, you're so right with the point that they made that it was 1.4 seconds because that's extremely quick. But as you're watching it, he makes it look like it's a little slow tango. Do you know what I mean? yeah. It's very easy. It's very smooth. Every bit yeah. of it. Um, yeah. and there's not not too much. If you watch a Ronaldo or something like that, there'll be loads of like jittering boom 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 step over whatever like that and it's just all flowy it's all like looking this way see you later <laughs> yeah yeah he just he just does because pepe's pass isn't good no it's not great you're right it, yeah, behind yeah. him you're you're thinking there he's he's on the right foot like he's coming back just mm. you're thinking smash you're thinking just hook it you know or, or nudge it forward but to just that whole sweeping move it was just it was just class i think that's the moment where my phone was slowly moving away <laughs> and being left somewhere on the couch uh, in a in a do not break this device <laughs> kind of kind of thought process how would you have rated pepe's performance overall i thought it was because you and i were discussing and there was loads of frustrating things that he was doing but it seems I could be wrong, but the the word on like seems out there. Everybody seems to think that he had a great game. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe we missed something. <laughs> I I like Pepe. Mm. I do like him. It's a bit, and I don't. I the price tag. I'm not paying for him. 
so I, I don't, I, it doesn't really bother me what, what they pay for. Yeah. But he's frustrated me, in the, I, as I said to you in the game, he's frustrated me because the things that, that Ozil does, not tracking back, being a little mm-hmm. bit kind of somber in his energy and whatever, yes. he, he does all these things, but without Ozil's kind of product. Yeah. But in the game, I'm wondering that I come into it with that bias because, as you say, everyone else is going, Pep had the game of his life. And I'm going, mm. what did I miss? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, like, because I, I, well, I, I think we have to go back to some, some replays and like people have to look at some replays. Like he nearly lost the ball inside our 18 yard box in a yeah. completely unnecessary situation. He lost the ball twice when Hector passed it into him when he came short for it and he, lo- he lost it a couple of times like that as well. Um, then second half, yeah, he nutmegged Rudiger, but it's no point if you're, there's no good good in that if you're diving and we've lost the ball and it wasn't a free. Uh, and there was a couple of other things like that. So though, and then as we were talking about positioning for for pressing and for getting uh, back on the right side, all very frustrating. Um, yeah. Yeah. He did and win us a few free kicks, but and he does get an assist, I suppose. <laughs> I'd rather my player that's in his position get around the the player. That win us like the point of his speed isn't to win us a free kick where they can regroup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want him getting yes. by them um, yeah. and, and getting forward. Yeah, but but in saying that, we were we were chatting and it was bring Saka on, get Saka in. He'll do the job in in coming back and going forward. Give them mm. something to look over their shoulder for, and all this sort of stuff. But Arteta just was not having it. He wasn't yeah. responding to our messages. No, he, <laughs> he wasn't. Was just, he wasn't. He was doing and we his thing. emailed and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out of office. Um, but Enketia comes on mm. for Laka, and his. I think his job is press. I, I think all they said was press. If you don't touch the ball in this game, it's fine. Just yeah, literally, yeah. just press, press, press. And to have someone coming off the bench like that at that age, um, I think he was called down for the drinks break. I don't know that I see that right today, and I was looking at. I could be wrong with that, but it looked like I think he was called down for the drinks break. But I, I think he wrong. was, but they've done. What, what it seems to me that they've done a few times is they have a substitution, sub subs ready to go at the drinks break, but then they let play resume before they make the subs because it's breaking breaking play. Yeah, again. so that, that was the thing. I think he was just being you know included, but I hadn't copped that during the game, so I didn't think he was going to make an appearance. But I think he just did one of them unsung kind of performances too. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just wanted more from from Pepe. For there was a few times he was just he was in because one thing I don't know did you watch a thought of this, but we rotated striker positioning way more than normal. I saw that. Yeah, we usually I never just, really do. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think that the the lads were kind of bouncing around even just for five minutes at a time, just yeah. keeping them guessing, and I think that was a really yeah. nice. It confused yeah. me, so I don't know what it did to the player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There's one. Um, there's some beautiful photos. Uh, Going around today of the Hayland boys holding the FA Cup, Saka, uh, Joe Willock, uh, Reese Nelson, and Eddie and Kedia together in this photo. But actually, what's interesting is um, they forgot one lad, and all those four probably, or maybe not, I don't know. But those four had a lot of games. Saka has had an outstanding season. Joe Willock's been in a good bit. Eddie came back from Leeds has been outstanding for us, and Reese Nelson is like kind of slowly playing himself into the team a little bit. But the one guy who has been a bit of a disaster some days, who was outstanding yesterday and outstanding in the semi-final, he didn't make the photo, but Ainsley, I, I think a special shout-out to him. He's been outstanding. Oh, just, I, you know what? I, I actually loved, I saw, I don't know whose Insta story it was, 
um, I spent the entire Liverpool trophy presentation bitching about players being on their phones and live streaming. <laughs> and then last night was furious when not every single Arsenal player had 25 hours worth of footage of, of themselves. <laughs> I wanted everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he was in the back of the bus uh, alongside Laka dancing. I uh, you know, so the, shirt, the, the shirt's open. off and open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, like he he's earned it. I, it was the stories that he needed that he wanted to go and different things like mm. that. You don't know what the origin of that is, but it was one of those things. Comes in, absolutely does his job between defence and and um, and attack. What I loved was a couple of moments where he completely checks himself on yeah. during the game where he's about to kind of maybe the ball's a bit in a 50-50 thing in the yeah. in, in our attack in third and he's thinking about a run and he actually checks himself and comes back a little bit and mm. and I'm just going oh you're just becoming. Yeah, positionally, you know what's happening. Yes. You know you're making these. He had a brilliant game, and and I I just don't think managers have. I know he played there with that that position for the city game. I just don't think Frank has had time to kind of figure out who we're going to play there and what we're going to yes. do because we had three players, maybe four players, we could have played in that position. Yes, and yeah. he he did better than I think any of them would have would have done yesterday. Yeah. Brilliant performance. And he got he got like because the I can't remember is it Reese James is his name like he's a big lad and he kind of shoved him off the ball a few times but he was uh, Ainsley was still outstanding and he's really been outstanding from a number of positions this season and last season he's actually got a good bit of game time last season as well we can see his confidence growing because he's been at right back and left back and he's saying I'm not either I'm a centre midfielder but yeah. Um, like I definitely notice a confidence in the way that he's on the ball, his yep. speed, and um, he just he just seems more confident. I'm I, I, absolutely yeah, I, delighted for him. I think he's not afraid to make a mistake. I think that's one thing Artel mm. is going to do with him. They're not afraid to make a mistake. I think he's trusting yeah. the lads to do it. And I think when you're not second guessing yourself, like a few of them have been, like him, I think he's he's just do he's doing it on the pitch. I think if he hadn't come out with comments about wanting to play or whoever came out with comments mm. about wanting him to play centre midfield. I just I don't think there'd be any question marks over him. I don't think you'd have kept him there right back, and you'd be happy mm. enough. You won't have thought twice about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just one of them players. I hope you keep him. I, I don't like the idea that there's a lot. A lot of players were probably willing to kind of offload. Yes. There's yeah. probably about five players who were willing to sell. That I'm thinking, can we not keep all of them? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just see how they go. But yeah. we need to get cash in somehow. I suppose. Yeah, it'll be definitely an interesting summer ahead, and now with a little bit more of a budget. Uh, a quick, a quick before we move on to talking about the season overall in general. Uh, we both had a chat about it yesterday, but who, in hindsight, now was your man of the match from the Arsenal team? Well, is it only an Arsenal man of the match? <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's definitely only an Arsenal one. Um, I think you, you got to give it to Alba because he the way he won the penalty mm. was. You know, leaving that foul, that foul was, it was happening for about 10 minutes and just getting to the box with yeah. it. it was just smart play. Finishing after delay with the you know, mm. VAR and all that, and then the finish for the goal. So I get it why he got it, but I just think Tobias was defensively, attack wise, just he was everywhere on the pitch, <clears throat> uh, just just nailing it. And, mm. and I, don't, I don't think our goals happen if he's not doing his job. Yes. Yeah. So I, I probably have given it, I'd have given it to him. Yeah, yeah, I I agree because like if you look at Alba, like does very, which is fine because none of us are complaining. But he's not, he doesn't do a huge amount for the rest of the game. But then he does the really, really important stuff. But Danny Sabias, man, he's top of the top of our 
since we've come back, I think he's like top of tackling, top of assists, or top of like all this top of passes and all that kind of stuff. And when he first came, I remember his first game against Burnley at Emirates, and he was outstanding. But I didn't fancy him as someone that was going to get stuck in on a Monday night against you know Leeds United or whatever who we're going to have to play. But man, yeah. has he stepped up to the plate on that front? Yeah, it's and you know the, the big thing for me historically we've been a player, we've been a team, not as just in the last again maybe fifteen just years player run mm. uh, and the Gwenduzi issue and the Ozil issue have been made a lot easier for the club to be firm on while yes. Tobias has been doing on the middle of the park like yes. Gwenduzi we would have needed him mm-hmm. if Tobias wasn't performing because Willa Casemiro's got but Tobias has come in and we're not even thinking anything about that position we're just going That's you true. go in job done and it's mean it means that we can be a bit more firm on and getting the attitude of players right and having a bit of discipline and I, I just as a few, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Um, there's an argument. There's an argument there to be said for the Ozil and Gwendozi stepping out of line, and you can just point to Sabayas and and then point to the two of them and go, look, he's doing both of your jobs. Come on, yep. guys, you know, get and, your stuff together. And he got told to uh, to stop being shit. <laughs> like like after the, Dubai, after the Dubai trip, he was told about his. It, apparently, there, there was talks with him that he wasn't showing enough commitment or that he wasn't getting amongst really? it enough. Um, and if that's true, if, if that's from Ornstein, I think, made that comment. So I'm okay. reliable right. enough. Interesting. Um, so, you know, just point to him. That's it. Just mm. that's it. him and Maitland Niles are the two that have just absolutely turned their performances around. So they're the ones you go with. Both yeah. are probably technically less good than the other two players, but mm-hmm. that's that's the difference, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, I went and played football today, five aside, and was obviously channeling. Aubameyang when I was playing, you know, dreaming anyway. And uh, <laughs> when I came back, my mate dropped me off and he said something interesting to me. He said, uh, you should remember this now for your summer. You know, you should hold on to this for your summer because it's when something nice like that happens, it's great. And I have been thinking about it for the last couple of days that it's a very special FA Cup win, this one. Is it because we've been so, through so much hardship that this makes it so much sweeter? That we've been through an absolute roller coaster of a season, our worst season in twenty five years. Probably, yeah. I think it. I think there's a few contributing factors. Like when when we won the first, when Wenger won, it was the Ramsey final. That would be what I call it. Uh, mm. That felt huge, but that felt mm. huge to kind of honor Wenger and to kind of, you know, give us a bit of silverware after a long gap. This one is future-based. This one is, okay, this is a nod. Arteta's doing things well. That All of our hope, they're pushing into this man. Mm. Like, you know, that sounds far more of an innuendo than I wanted it to be. Um, <laughs> and you're but, a uh, <laughs> but all, that, I think it's that all of the hope are pushing into him. I think it's a future one. I think it's just, yeah, it's been shit. But at the same time, lots of teams have had shit seasons and stuff, you know. But the fact that now there actually seems to be a bit of validation behind what's happening, mm. the fact the water breaks are working, is yeah. validation of the fact that we've made the right decision. Yeah, that Arteta's making things happen. That even with this group of players, he can make this happen. If mm. he gets the players, even one or two players that he likes, then it, this all just makes sense. Because we've yes. had when when we won them under Wenger, <clears throat> we knew it was the end of something. Yes. And now it's the start of something. So just and Europe, it's worth about fifty million minimum, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's and it's some players are are just not going to sign for us if we don't play any, yes. any European football. Yeah, yeah. And it gives us a chance to test our bench to get the young lads in for mm. for more of the games. So there's so, yeah, it's, for me, it's a future forward. It's a huge win for that. 
I think it's the, I think nail on the head because you're right. There has been a gap between not even when Wenger was originally when he was officially going to leave. There was years before that of people yep. going, Jesus Christ, the time is up. And years of us knowing that we weren't moving forward. And in some ways, those FA Cups were great when we got back to winning a trophy after nine or ten years. That was great, but um, it, there was a real sense of like, yeah, this isn't covering, this isn't papering over the cracks. And we've been through a lot. Wenger leaves and Emery, to, I, to be fair, everybody got behind him at the start, but it just did not work out. No. And and then there didn't seem to be a quick solution either. Like Arteta coming in, thank God. But I mean, what was it? A good six weeks with the Freddie yeah. Lumberg in there for a bit before Arteta comes in, and it was bleak. I was at the game for uh, when Xhaka marched off and everyone booed him, and it was just like the toxicity towards the manager, towards the players, from the fans, and vice versa. It was just like, holy shit, this is not and, good. And it's not why you watch football. <laughs> like, it's like no. literally the opposite reason. Like, I'm leaving yeah. my Instagram and fa- my, my Facebook feed and Twitter feed to get away from that yes. shit. And now I'm yes. watching, the, like, you know, a lad telling his fans to fuck off and all the rest yeah. of it. But, yeah. but, like, again, what a turn on. You, you, you sent me his post today, and I love the fact that he yes. posted that. The picture yes, I the, do. Yeah, I 100% agree, yeah. People didn't like his apology for me. There's a bit of apology analysis going on. Like yeah. the, the man screwed up, and he, he like he he paid the price, and now he's just just completely turned around. Brilliant! Like I, there's barely been a better player um, mm. for us he's, since that. He's definitely since that, or since Arteta came in. I think he's been easy, the most consistent, <clears throat> solid player for us yeah. in that whole time. Game after game, doing his job. He's become a linchpin of the team. Um, well, I mean. That's it. I, I mean, I think we're gonna. I'm gonna enjoy it for another <laughs> till till the community shield, I suppose, in an, in a month's time. Um, but yeah, it's exciting times ahead. How are you feeling about next season? Feeling good. I, I am because I don't think the teams around us are as like Chelsea have signed very well attacking wise, but they were like they had some really good young players coming through at the start of the year. They've put us attack wise. I wasn't too worried about. Mm. They were good. Their defense is still bog average. Um, Spurs d- don't seem to be playing all too well. Leicester, I think they'll be. And Mourinho's their manager. Lol. <laughs> exactly. I just, I think there's a with Europe behind us. I think we've a way to break in that top four now. Yeah. And once you get into the Champions League, you're operating on a different level. Um, and mm. I, I think that that's huge. So I'm actually really optimistic. I think we only need two players and a couple of the bit of dead wood out. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, I, and I think and I, I think everybody's pointing at our issues in defence and all that. But I think what most people who aren't Arsenal fans don't seem to know is the amount of players we've got coming through when when they're all fit as well. Like yeah. Saliba, Mari. I really liked Mari at the couple of games that he played. Really did. Yeah. Uh, Ch- Chambers, like, and then that that means like Chambers was doing really well before he went. And then there's competition between them all. Um, Mavropanos apparently is having and um, had an amazing half season there. Big fan in, favorite, in, for in, over, um, yeah, yeah, in Bundesliga. He's so, back again. He's going back for another year. Um, I not think to mention the, Martinez probably going to be our new number one goalkeeper. You know, and he wasn't the only one crying during his interview. <laughs> After <laughs> Absolutely. The um, but the, the the one thing though that is a lovely thing that I think is very important for our, for the future is watching Freddie Jumberg put his arm around Kieran Tierney as they were walking out before the game. Yes. Just he's still there. He's, st- he's the youth manager who brought 
Saka and all these guys yes. just up to that. He was their last yes. manager before they got into the first team. That consistent thread. If we were Champions League, them lads wouldn't get the football that they mm. should get. That, mm. that this has happened. The likes of Jack have been brought into a Jack Wilshere was brought into a Champions League team. Theo was brought to the World Cup and he was like twelve. Yeah. They're being ruined, and now they've got yeah. Arteta there just to steady the ship. A great a year of a great academy. We've about five players there. The next year we we'll get a bit of Europa, taste of Europe. Yeah. And and hopefully, so for me, I don't I don't want us to spend two hundred million now. I think two players maybe plus what we have, yeah. Mary and, and, and yeah. Uh, I got, and uh, I, th- I think Arteta has been like the final link because actually lots of this stuff was already there, but he Arteta has come and shone a light on the culture of Arsenal, been really positive about it, flipped the attitude on its head, and then you do look at it and you realize, oh yeah, Freddie Lumberg brought all these players through, an ex player, Edu's the sporting director, one of the invincibles, uh, Per Mertesacker is head of the academy. There's loads of people who are from the culture yeah. of the club who spent time here. This is brilliant, and uh, it is looking exciting for the future. Yeah, um, yeah it is. It's, you know what, one thing is, it's great to be looking at football matches now with Arsenal and not picking out the mistakes. Mm. Like it's great to be watching and picking out. Like you, you'll point something out for watching a game about a tactical thing on one yeah. side or the other, and you're going, "That's just." has not been the case that we've been actually able to watch football. <laughs> like, yes. you know, actually yeah, yeah. Like, pick out those fine points that just yeah. make it the sport that it is. So that's that's the hope now, just actually enjoying, even if it's a one-all draw. Yes. But Arteta's football, there's stuff to take away and go, oh, well, did you see the way we were doing this? Did you yes. see the way we were doing this? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, I, you can't fault, at, like, you can't fault a team if you lose a game, but you can see they're putting in 100% and there is moments of like, oh, we're growing here and that. And that has happened in Arteta's reign. We have lost games that we didn't deserve to yeah. lose. But we played great, and we're like, yeah. But this is we lost, but this is positive. So yeah, it and is. That, and the the Chelsea game is the first. The, the Chelsea game with Jorginho should have been sent off. Yes, yeah, it's that's lovely, right. That's, that's the, right. The circle of life is just that is the circle. In, in, that's it. I, I I don't like the things even themselves up, but I think yesterday things even themselves up fairly nicely and, and got us Europe, and they already have Europe, so there's no better, better Europe. But they, uh, yeah, yeah, nobody it's, really it's loses out. Full circle indeed. I can't wait uh, for Arsenal to be playing again next season. Keith, thank you so much for coming on Football Pony. And thank you. Um, follow Keith on Instagram at OneKeithFox. Come on, you gunners. Indeed. She wore a yellow ribbon. Woo! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.